Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4. For those of you that attended my recent retirement ceremony, thank you. And this episode may seem like a bit of a repeat. For those of you that didn't, well, here's my perspective and advice to you as individuals and as an organization. To be a servant is to be a devoted and helpful follower. To be humble. To be ready to act and to help meet the needs of other people. To my fellow service members, we are our state and nation's servants. Be proud to fulfill this calling. I'm continuously impressed with your devotion to duty and true professionalism. The challenges and obstacles are often enormous, but have never proven to be insurmountable. These responsibilities are a great burden, but must be one we are honored to bear. I've spent the past 38 years serving. I'm proud of my service and thankful for the memories and opportunities. I spent the first 18 years of my career as an aircraft armament system specialist in the flight line in both the active duty and in the Air National Guard. I served the 142nd Wing as a first sergeant, then 12 years as the munitions storage and maintenance area superintendent. I got to serve as the maintenance group chief and as the mission support group chief as well before arriving at state headquarters to serve as your command senior enlisted leader. The time has come for me to hang up this uniform and make room for the next leaders. I hope I made a positive impact on those things within my wheelhouse. I hope I made a difference for those service members that I served, served with, or led. Let me leave you with a bit of advice from my perspective. First, it's imperative that we accept and embody the core values. These are values that truly define our institutional union. I spoke about this during our first season of this podcast in episode four. Second, to be properly equipped for the privilege to serve, we must understand and strive to gain excellence in our institutional competencies. These competencies provide a common language, a set of priorities and proficiency expectations. These are abilities that need continuous honing. Prioritize time to sharpen these skills. Third, we must seek out and take advantage of professional developmental opportunities and in turn develop our subordinates. We must become experts in our career fields, and while doing it, we must be willing to adapt while finding innovative ways to be better. Next, continue to stay focused on the goals and objectives while looking for ways to be the hero. Every mission, every task, every customer needs someone to step up and be the hero. You're all very capable of being that hero. Build quality relationships with those you support and those that support you. Quality relationships are a cornerstone to good leadership. And as you all should know, every soldier and every airman is a leader. If any of you have heard me address the team before, you've heard me say this. Foster trust within your chain of command. Be comprehensive in your communication and follow up with every link in the chain. Our obligation is to ensure that each service member understands their value within this organization and the value of the training that they receive. They must trust their chain of command and also be held accountable to using it appropriately. This is not simple and it requires a great amount of time and effort, but it is incumbent upon us to make this organization trustworthy and one that our service members are proud to serve. Lastly, let me leave you with my version of a quote that I began my career with. While at basic training, I was assigned to the 3701st BMT squadron, and the squadron motto was, lead, follow, or get out of the way. 
This quote is usually attributed to Thomas Paine and over time has been attributed to Will Rogers, George Patton, and Lee Iacocca. Allow me to make a minor change to this quote and make it mine. Lead, follow, and get out of the way. In practice, and as expected, we are all leaders. Good leaders are also good followers. Good followers see and understand the value of the vision. Then, one of our primary objectives as leaders and followers is to build our bench to create options for a seamless transition up or out. Or in other words, get out of the way. So I propose, lead, follow, and get out of the way. As a leader, make decisions and use your initiative. Learn the limits of your authority and operate within those limits. You'll find that over time that your credibility and authority will expand as a result of making good decisions, getting things done, and leading with confidence. Establish your credibility at all levels by courageously exhibiting the highest moral character, consistently and continuously developing. One of my first experiences as a leader was as a weapons load standardization member. My role was to train and evaluate other members on weapons loading procedures. I was required to exhibit confidence and ensure that I was well-versed in the technical information regarding these procedures as to gain and maintain the respect needed to be successful. I also spent time proactively building relationships with quality mentors. As a follower, support your boss's decisions and advocate on their behalf both up and down the chain. Your boss will make decisions that you may not like. If you feel the boss acted on incomplete information or their actions are harmful to the organization, it's your responsibility to have an honest and frank discussion. And keep your boss's confidence. Never undermine your leadership. You'll earn respect for the effort. As a senior NCO with the maintenance group, I had a situation where I felt as though our wing commander had made a decision based on emotion. I asked for a private meeting with him and brought to his attention my observation, but I also brought a recommended solution. This interaction helped begin a great relationship, and he reciprocated by providing me with some very valuable mentorship. And get out of the way. You'll move up or out of every job you ever hold. How well you prepare the soldiers or airmen who follow in your footsteps will affect your legacy, for better or worse. When you move out of an organization, feel free to help out your replacement whenever they ask for your help. If they don't ask, stay out of their way. It's a simple rule that's hard to follow. When I left the munitions maintenance and storage area to lead the maintenance group, I truly had a hard time following this rule. I felt that after 12 years leading the munitions team, I knew it all, and my successor, she needed me to share, sometimes daily. Well, she didn't. She knew what she was doing. If you did your job as a leader, they should be better prepared for the job than you were and shouldn't need much help anyway. Know when it's time. Follow a 50-50 rule. If everyone thinks you're great, you're probably giving away the store. If everyone thinks you're a jerk, you probably are. Somewhere in the middle is where you should make your decision to move on. Choose to leave when some folks still want you around and some are ready for you to leave. The worst legacy you can leave is overstaying your welcome. So with that, I'll get out of the way, and I'll close the book on this final episode of Get a Sign.